You already know what time it is. It's about to be We The Villains Podcast. Let's get it. Yo, yo, welcome to We The Villains Podcast. It's your boy, Dak. You about to hear the bong rip in the back. You know, Gerbs here. It's Saturday. You know it's podcast day. We're here to talk about, you know, a little bit of SmackDown, AEW Rampage, I guess, and shit on our pre-talk. We had like an hour-long fucking NBA discussion, so we might talk a little basketball since the the uh, anti-hero of the New York City returned last night. <laughs> Trigger Troy. <laughs> I'm Golden uh, MSG. I absolutely love Trey Young in New York City. <laughs> so there was a there was a there was a few fans online in particular that just like didn't understand it. And so just to put it into perspective for everybody, Trey Young went into Madison Square Garden. Boys up. Shit on the Knicks, eliminated the Knicks in the playoffs, who the fans <laughs> had such high hopes for, and in the process got into it with the crowd. On a nightly basis, (laughs) this dude, he was the heel, and he loved it. This dude embraced the heel role. So uh, some of the best heel work I've seen in the NBA in years. Yo, he killed it, for one. And the fact that he got ejected last night for choking out Rey Mysterio was fucking hilarious. How you going to give him two texts? Yeah, so like I was happy to, huh? So this ain't the NBA. Can't get thrown out for two texts. Or granted, (laughs) if we start choking someone in the NBA, there's a suspension coming. Yeah, like yeah, you can get away with that. Like I I loved it. Um, I thought WWE did really good with that one. And whoever pitched that idea, they deserve a raise. I was actually, I was actually pleasant to see uh, SRS Sean Ross Sapp actually praise it as well. He's been getting better lately. Well, so like a lot of people really value his opinion in the in the wrestling community. Um, I, I look to see if he's going to break something, you know, some kind of news or something. But other than that, I don't really pay much attention to him. But yeah, it was yeah. nice for a, a guest appearance on Raw for him to actually praise and be like, whoever came up with the idea of having Trey Young return MSG was that it was absolute gold. Uh, yeah, and and here's the thing: like when you see shows like that from WWE, it does get your get your mind wondering, like, damn, how come they can't deliver some good shows like this on a weekly basis? But, oh man, SmackDown was great last night. MSG helped because that crowd was lit the whole night. The crowds lit for one, and they had a lot of people scheduled. You know, I mean, when you got Brock Lesnar on the card, that 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 whole segment was gold. Last night, uh, the best the best part about that whole segment was before Brock Lesnar even got out there to me uh, because <laughs> he's in the ring and it, Roman Reigns said, "Acknowledge your tribal chief." The fucking MSG acknowledged their tribal chief. They Yo, were chanting Roman's name, bro. It was they, great. It was the first time I saw a crowd do what I wanted them to do when Roman says, "Acknowledge me." Them boys, I love the whole shit. We the ones now, because when they hold their fingers up like that, and the crowd was chanting Roman, and you know that shit looked like a fucking it looked like the Roman Coliseum, and they were chanting their fucking emperor. Like, <laughs> and, the, and this shit was great too, because it's like he came out there, you know, the whole mob thing. He comes out there talking about. Yeah. 
WWE runs New York. We run WWE. <laughs> we run New York. Yeah, and the crowd be. ate that shit up, son. But it was all over it. And uh, it was great. Now, Lesnar came out and he got a pop, too. Things changed at that point. Okay. But it was it was nice to finally see a crowd acknowledge their tribal chief, and we are coming and up on four twenty. Let me get four twenty. Yeah, let me get my I got my bowl ready. I'm just ready to light. <laughs> oh shit! Ooh. <laughs> I think I got a little purple punch and Skywalker OG mix in the bowl. And then I got a purple punch joint. <sighs> got a little bit of uh, grease monkey and Eva today. You got some what? Go oh, grease monkey. Is that some grease monkey and Eva today? Oh shit! Then I'll probably get some no name loud later tonight. Sometimes I like like the old school way of getting um, things where you, before you knew the strain, because then you can just come up with your own name for it. it yeah. But lot, uh, I've gotten spoiled. I, I want to know what fucking strain I'm smoking these days. Um, hopefully, if it come if it comes from the dispensary, you know, then I'll have. Oh, a you name. might know the strain, yeah. Yeah, I might know the name. He might use it. It depends. It depends which uh which guy my plug gets it from because sometimes he'll have it back. It'll be bagged up already, and I won't have a name for it. And then sometimes it's you could tell he just sold me the pack right out the damn dispensary. <laughs> Man, sometimes but, I, I'm still waiting for somebody to present me some damn master kush. But I realized that a lot of these people fucking like probably be selling the same strain and just call it something different nowadays because you can buy fucking names of um shit like the bags and shit out of smoke shops now. So uh so, like, if you see something that's got a Bart Simpson on it or something with a name, and hey, they got it out of a smoke shop. So I seen the bag, and I watched it. I watched the chick come in there, and she goes, "Yo, these are three, three point five bags." She goes, "Where? Let me get the Bart Simpson bags." Like that. I'm sitting there thinking, like, "Oh shit!" She about to throw some mid in there and call it loud. <laughs> she she about to pick up a damn quarter, her fucking quarter pound of damn Delta Eight, or that dude, and yeah. sell that shit for the. <laughs> Yeah, this motherfuckers is getting it, so I, I I will say though, if motherfuckers do experience any of the deltas, Delta Ten definitely is worth the hype. I've had a pre roll of that one time, and that shit knocked me out. So I was uh, I went to a smoke shop about a week ago, and the, I, they had a whole bunch of different gummies and you know concentrates for a Delta V8? Eight and Delta Ten, yeah. and um. The one thing the guy was telling me is a, a lot of your Delta tens are more sativa based. Hmm. Um. So that let me know. Okay, I need to stick with. Well, I need to stick with the real shit. But Delta eight would probably be more up my alley. Um. Unless he Delta was just 8. referring to what he had in stock. Well, see, that's the thing because <clears throat> I had the San Fernando Valley. OG, um, D10, and like I said, that shit shit knocked me out. That shit was it was more it was definitely more potent. Nice, um, for sure, and 
and I knew it was good because I think I still had Skywalker at that time or run. No, I had the runs. I think I had the runs at that time. Yeah, you can go smoke your runs. <laughs> I didn't really. Only I guess uh, Pac and Andrade finally had their match. I think on Rampage, didn't they? Yeah, they had a good match. The last last night was the first night that there was a Rampage that it SmackDown just far exceeded it. Uh, um, I no mean that's punk, not. <clears throat> was that? I don't think there was no Punk out there. No oh day, no, no that Pack and Andrade was good. Um, yeah. I mean, look, they should. There was no way for them to put. They didn't need to put on like a good Rampage last night because it was SmackDown and MSG. It was going to be a big show regardless. Well, they had the trios so, women's match. Ah, nice. And. The main event was Caster versus Pillman Jr. Which, to me, wasn't very good. My boy ain't rapping no more, I don't think, is he? Nah, he rapped. Oh, he did? It must yeah. have been horrible because nobody talked about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> what did he say? Um, I mean, look, here's my thing. If Max I can't remember Caster, what he said can't rap about certain things that he rapped about. Why the hell did they let MJF say the stuff he was saying about Brian Pillman Jr.'s family? Because <laughs> those promos, yo, that dude was like, look at this freaking fat pregnant lady or something. Like, yo, that <laughs> it happened to be like the daughter of Brian Pillman. <laughs> yeah, they, they were out there last night. I'm pretty sure this was all filmed on Wednesday. This shit was just funny to me, man, because fucking this dude started talking. About, I was like, oh, yeah, you're if you're drug drug addicted mom, methaline or methany or something. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, I meant Melody. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, all this, all that, I guess, was on Dark Side of the Ring, which I have not seen. Yo, MJF gets ultimate heat, son. That shit's great. Dude said, hey, I'm going to do what your mother should have done along with the other ones as a board. And then that's fucking... <laughs> it, it, is, it is nice that there's a heel, I guess two if you count Caster, um, yeah. that will just go there. Yeah, man, because it's going to gonna get people talking regardless. And you can't be afraid... Like and that's the thing with nowadays. Like a lot of people today are just afraid to go outside the box or step out that line because they're afraid of consequences. Like I get it, but man, at the same time, that's what makes wrestling great is when they step out of the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, I've often thought about doing like a writing up like a stand up routine just you? to just to, really? yeah, just to try it out. I would be um, very interested to hear that. And I've been, I've thought about this shit for years. The problem is, is I think I'm funny, <clears throat> and to me, I'm funny. And it's gonna be like you. You go out there and start telling your jokes, and ain't nobody start laughing. That's when it's gonna get that, even funnier. That's just gonna <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> but I'll be like Champa throw chair against the fucking wall. <laughs> Oh, you're laughing now. Like, fucking just lose it. But I've often thought about you know doing that, but I don't know if I could or can in this day and age. Because yeah, my like humor you know. 
can yeah. get a little fucked sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, because nowadays people aren't fucking. They're they're not fans of dark humor anymore because they think dark humor is like this hidden, like agenda that is your real feelings or something like nowadays. And it's like, well, come if, on, if people. <laughs> that can have stand up uh, specials. I suppose that maybe I could too. Uh, right. <laughs> if if Bill Burr can still have stand up specials, I think I should be able to, or you should be able to do something. I don't know, man. Stand up comedy as much as I would love to, I just don't think I could do it. I just know I'd need you in the front row so that you could have your Tourette's laugh all night. Because then that'll yeah. help everybody else laugh. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to have a Tourette's laugh for sure. <laughs> yeah, because my shit ain't funny to nobody in that room. I know one person who's going to get it. <laughs> and then if nobody starts laughing, that shit might make you laugh more. Yeah, it might make me laugh more, or it might fucking end up me getting pissed off out there. (laughs) (laughs) Dak will stand up. Y'all don't think that's funny? (laughs) Yeah, then it just becomes this whole deal. (laughs) Fucking fan gets the comedy fan goes fucking irate. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't start throwing shit at me on the stage because that shit's coming back. Yeah, that's true, man. Can't do that. Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know how people could deal with that. Dude, man, some of the tweets with Trey Young and the gifts they were using last night were fucking great. It was such a smart move from WWE because AEW's been getting all this uh, attention in the media lately. Yeah, they had sports. Because of everything. Trey Young coming out there is going to – you know that's probably gonna. Sports Center was tweeting about it. I think. Um, yeah, had fucking complex. You had Bleacher Report. You had all these major outlets talking yeah. about. It. Score was talking about it. Uh, fucking everything. So, and that's it was good. a nice surprise for me because when Sammy came out there and started talking, like who in the fuck is this dude about to bring out? Like you know, for a minute I was thinking one of the Pauls. I'm like, God, please don't do that. And then we say no, a little something about winning an MSG. I went straight to thinking of like a boxing match or something like that. Who in the fuck is who could he possibly be bringing out? Uh, Didn't yeah. even cross my mind. Oh, when Trey this dude Young. said Trey, uh, Trey Young, that shit, I started laughing immediately. So this is perfect. <laughs> because when you want to talk about mega heat, <laughs> during that playoff series, this dude had mega heat. Yo, New York hates Trey Young, so. All right. and, then they, and then they started calling him the king of New York. Oh, oh God. son, this dude's straight up heel. Yo, the thing about it, too, man, it's like, yo, that series happened, and this dude made the Knicks disappear, yo. And, like, he's, and he's like one of the smallest players on the court. I, I, it's like you're looking at And he looked so the, tall last night. <laughs> of course. I mean, it's, it's crazy, dude. And, yo, props for WWE because that didn't even leak out or anything. Right, that shit like, caught me off guard. And that's that's when WWE's good. When they can pull off a surprise and the shit works, that's when, that's when they get – that's where they're specialized at. They can make moments for sure. <clears throat> but the crowd was hot. And, uh... and that helps too, man. You've got to have a hot crowd. And AEW's been killing WWE in that lately. They just had the hotter crowds. 
And, and uh, I, I tweeted this, but fans. um, it seems like every time I see her, I'm becoming a bigger fan of Bianca Belair. She's really good. Like, like she, I mean, this feud with Becky is doing exactly what I thought it would do. And it's funny because now people they don't understand that like this this helps Bianca so much more. Everything that happened at SummerSlam worked out perfectly for her. I'm much more behind Bianca right now than I was before that happening. Yeah, she has people behind her that that are never that weren't behind her before. And she was looking because. good last night too. Oh yeah, for sure. And um, and that's and that's how she does it, man. Like it's just it works. That shit made me laugh because she finally got she had to get a little, you know, she had to get that neck going for a second for a minute. Girl, uh uh-uh, uh, sign the contract. Yeah, I, I love that shit. I love that shit when the, when the ratchet side comes out. I love it. I'm play nice. I'm gonna play nice, but bitch, sign the fucking contract. It, 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 yeah, like I love it. It's like <sighs> yeah, sign the contract. And <laughs> Becky's such a fucking troll right now. This shit's kind of funny. I must have uh, been the only one that loved what she uh, came out in last night. Oh, Becky. Yeah, her. Yeah, she dude. had the big fucking jacket on, and she was just, she was hamming it up, and that's perfect. <laughs> it's big time Bex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna call yourself the man, you know, Nature, Nature Boy came out there dressed like the man. Boy, he had the robe, boy, with the diamonds. Look, she's showing off her her Seth Rollins influence. Oh yeah, because even when he came out in, most of the internet was saying, "Well, you know, Becky and Seth went coat shopping together." Dude, and. Definitely love where the direction Seth Rollins going after last night. Yeah, um, it just it just really I just really wish Bray was still around because every time I see him going through these character arcs, it, it it's what started it. It's what started it, man. It's it was yeah. it was the fiend that started Seth Rollins' uh, character to where and, where it is now, and now he's doing something like that, and he's not even feeling anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the fiend, man. Like he, uh, it's crazy when you look at a lot of people that are in a top position right now. The fiend had somewhat of a doing in that. Like it's almost because we're rolling. Like sorry, no, go ahead, dude. I just had a I had a thought and I, I I couldn't stop myself from interrupting you. I didn't want to, but it did. No, um, it's all good. It, you know, because I've watched so much Supernatural. It's almost like in certain cases, when the fiend was done with them, he had took their soul. Yeah. Um, it's like Seth doesn't have a soul right now. Um, like not Roman, either. just just being who he is, he's he's not feeling remorse. Nah, he doesn't need to. It's like he took their soul. Yep. Um, and and that's and that's interesting to me how it kind of does all tie in together. I just man, I would I would. I will say that every time I can think about it, Bray, please come back. Hope, hopefully, WWE, if y'all don't, if y'all, please get this motherfucker back on TV. Like, come on, man. Like, work this shit out. Like, goddamn. If this if, dude, if Bray is the one me. that wanted to leave, because WWE seemed to keep their shit pretty pretty much in wraps. You know, all this shit was happening with NXT. They didn't say nothing about Triple H having this condition. Um, yeah. you know, you know, like I was, I, I read somewhere yesterday that a lot of the NXT, uh, superstars didn't even find out until WWE's tweet about yeah. it. And, and that's the thing. Like, and it could, he could have wanted out. Yeah. 
I mean, Bray's been going through a lot. I mean, yeah, it's like so you, if, it, you if he wanted out, then uh, I, yeah. all right, fine. But if this was for real for budget cuts, yeah, somebody else needs to get fired. Yeah, if this is all really a part of a budget cut thing, then we need to talk to that person that's relaying this that this is a reason for budget cuts. We need there to fire more that. Rumors coming out about a potential sale to Disney within two years. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I heard that rumor as well, and I'm not believing it because of the source that came out with it. Yeah, I, I, there's a few sources that I will maybe listen to, there, um, and like, like take give them a little bit of heard, uh, credit. Yeah, ninety percent of people that have seen the report said if it's coming from Slice Wrestling, we shouldn't take anything serious. Because they at the same is, time. It really does explain a lot of the questionable decisions that have been made lately. Yeah, but if it does at the same it, it does, but at the same time getting rid of someone of of a Bray Wyatt just doesn't make sense to me unless he wanted out to me. Well that's what I mean, if he wanted out then, you know, Godspeed, whatever, you know, hopefully we'll see him somewhere else, wherever he wants to do. I'm sure he's gonna knock it out the park because dude just has it. Yeah. Um, um but I, if, I, if if this was a budget reason and if y'all can get this dude to come back, then that needs to happen. I don't know how yeah, I can like, stress that any harder. That I needs mean, to they happen. Worked, they worked out something with Samoa Joe. Oh <clears throat> um, so fuck. And, I really think he's just so good that they just have no idea how to use him. And if they didn't make that mistake thinking that they had a 90 day on Alistair Black, on Malachi, I think they were going to try to bring him back, but they fucked up and didn't realize they didn't change something, and they didn't get they, they couldn't work a deal out in time because there were <laughs> there were some people trying to work him back in. Yeah, I was um, hoping so too. But it's all right. I like what AEW's doing with him. They're kind of he's kind of continuing that story that he started in WWE. Yeah, in a way. So, and, and that's the thing too is like I, with the whole Bray situation or Wyndham and the Fiend, like this, I was finally hoping that we were getting a story and a character from from this guy that we were finally gonna see the payoff on. Like we were waiting for the whole you know the cult leader gimmick from you know when he was first started. Like that kept it kept stop starting type situation. And then it seemed like the fiend was back on to something. Even if it seemed like it was stopping, there was a reason why. Like everything was happening for a reason with the fiend character. I think and it really took the to, wind out of his sails when Goldberg beat him. I I thought it did, but then I went with the whole theory of this is the one person he doesn't have a past with. Maybe that's something that they were going to tie into there. Yeah, I, and I tried to roll with that too, just to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, it's but that, that that just did not have to happen. It didn't have to happen, but it's completely unnecessary, man. Like what they were what they were heading for, I see what was happening, but the pandemic fucked them up. And then Roman not wanting to do WrestleMania when he walked away for a minute, then it was like, fuck. 
we just fucking made Goldberg beat the Fiend, and we're not even getting Roman and Goldberg at WrestleMania with no crowd. Yeah, so like, maybe there was some, or maybe there was going to be some kind of payoff to this, and they just they just didn't do it or couldn't do it because of the I, pandemic. I think the pandemic ruined a lot of plans. I mean, but as, but as it stands, in hindsight, it, it absolutely did not have to happen, and it really nah. destroyed most of the momentum he had. I felt. I felt like if if this was what you guys wanted to do, if you wanted the fiend to lose, there should have been a more creative way to do it. But then again, it was the Saudi crowd, and in that arena, I know they're big on nostalgia. That fan base is, and that and the owner got the ruler or whatever over there. He's into the nostalgia act, so I I get it, but shouldn't have had it for the title. If that was the case, but I just, yeah, I, it's just that, that I, you know, I'm trying not to get too much big, big into their booking decisions, but that's one that uh, I, was, I, I remember when it happened, I just sat there and looked, and it was just like that just happened. Yeah, I didn't like it. The only thing that, that I liked about the match was the actual ending after map was. The fiend hopped right back up, basically like basically saying, "Nah, not like he was like it. It wasn't done. Like he wasn't done with him yet." It curbed it curbed my disappointment slightly when he did that. Yeah, because um, I remember because, even in the live moment when I first watched it, when he popped back up, I was like, "Uh oh." Yeah, but it's yeah. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm, I I'm gonna move, was, I'm gonna move on from that. But to to, yeah, to this day, I, that's one of the one of the most questionable yeah. decisions they've made. It, it definitely was questionable. I will, I will not disagree <clears throat> on that. It's just, I, I still think in my mind, there was some payoff to it that we just never got to see. It's very and, possible. Um, Cause there's only, that's the only reason why you do that in my mind. Uh, there had to be some type of payoff on that one. So we went into a very long tangent. I think we tangented. We started with with Seth, and that's where we were on SmackDown. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because of Seth's character change, and we went to the fiend. Well, I'm, I mean, he's been a a troll person for about a few months here, and now now we're about to see this little darker side to him, kind of getting back slowly to that Messiah dark side that he was in. I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's going, but I do think going to change just slightly right now the way the way his character is setting up i feel like he might really they might be slowly building him a group again possibly it kind of you know in the moment it it, kind of reminded me of uh randy orton maybe like 12 years ago yeah uh or whenever like uh the way he was just sitting in the corner, just wa- looking at what he did, yeah, to Edge, it kind of reminded me like when when Orton snapped on Vince, yeah, when he punted, started punting motherfuckers, and and didn't realize why he was doing it, and then he yeah, and then afterwards he's like, oh shit, I just did that, yeah, <laughs> trying to blame it, you know, because he kept going to this place, yeah, and then eventually he just got fucking stuck there and started loving it, you know. <laughs> Man, thank God for Orton. And dude, I don't know what's going on. I thought they were doing the match at Extreme Rules, but apparently the title match is on Raw now. Between Orton and Lashley, 
I believe they're advertising it for the title, dude, Monday. I, if they did, I think it was changed because I think it was originally at Extreme Rules. Because I think they're at fucking MSG again for Raw. Well, that'd be cool. I think that's. I think they're in New York for Raw. Cause ain't yeah the thirteenth Monday, so I think that's where they're going. I think they're doing like a New York tour. For uh, Biggie again, <laughs> you know, I, there's. He might he oh, might cash yeah. in on he might cash in on Lashley. Yeah, because Biggie's talking about he's gonna be on. Yeah, that's right. Because Roman and them are advertised for Raw, but I think that might be a dark match. Yeah, because I think they're back at yeah they're back at MSG. So yeah, don't be surprised. Like there could be a disqualification type finish, and Orton might fuck up Lashley, and Biggie might cash in. Like. I don't That's know one how way they could do it. I always thought it would. I always thought it would have been great if they would have did it, you know, at Money in the Bank when Lashley was having his match with Kofi. I see. After thinking, it will probably next year's Money in the Bank, there'll probably be a cash in on the pay per view because this was the time, this is the first time in a long time they didn't have a cash in at the pay per view. But so, the next night, you know, ASH cashed in. Yeah. They, it seems like they don't like two briefcase holders for a long extended period of time. I get it because it's kind of two similar stories going around at the same time. I get it. Um, And, and Big E carrying the briefcase for a while does kind of fit his story. He needs that because he kind of does need the story. He doesn't really have a direction, really. Right now. Big E's funny, man. This dude. Yo, he's killing that shit. <laughs> Heyman's selling it every time. Hey, so let's shout almost... out <clears throat> right now. He is killing everything. <laughs> Lesnar. Yo, Lesnar's fucking with Heyman bad, son. Why didn't you tell him I was going to be at SummerSlam? And I loved it because as soon as he said that, the Usos looked directly at Heyman. (laughs) And then Roman does this look. So it almost, like, I loved it because low-key, I think Roman Reigns is playing with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's, that's my gut, too. The way that that segment set up and the way I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm seeing it. But we're seeing manipulation here being formed by Mr. Roman Reigns. Like, this dude's learned from Heyman. I think maybe Heyman did tell Roman that Lesnar was going to be there. I think he did. And And I think think this is all just a – it's maybe some kind of all mind game with Roman. It wouldn't surprise me because he's going to need something to be able to beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and but now I, you got the demon showed up last night. Yo, when that so happened, is he gonna oh, get his first loss? Yeah, yo, I know people are spazzing online. They're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna get fed the Roman." Well, he can't help it. This this anyone going up against this Roman Reigns kind of has to lose. He might not, but it's the demon. I so. mean, I mean, the demon might win, and then there's that. Because what if Lesnar fucks with Roman during that match? (laughs) Uh, 
I mean, like, there's the fact that it is Demon Balor is very, very interesting. I'm telling you, man. This because that's one pretty... of their most protected things that they have. He's undefeated, if I ain't mistaken. Yeah, Demon yeah. Balor's never lost. He, Demon Balor never went against The Fiend, which is what everybody was kind of hoping for back in the day. The Demon Balor is the very first Universal Champion. So, like, I... You know like, what I mean? Like there's 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 I don't think I don't think if Demon Balor wins he's gonna win clean. I don't think anybody's beating Roman Reigns clean right now. Man, shit's crazy right now. Like, yo, the amount of shit they got going on with Roman Reigns right now, it's like, yo, this dude's title is low key in jeopardy right now. And it's at extreme rules, so it could have it extreme rules like rule uh you know, Matt's tight, and then you got then Lesnar could come out there and fuck him up and not even be a disqualification. And then you got Big E. And then you got Big E. Like, I mean, you got all these factors, like, uh, and look, and as I said, like, I know the Usos, they're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Like, they ain't fucking with Lesnar. They tried. They kicked him, like, four times, and this dude still fucked him up. <laughs> look, Brock Lesnar <laughs> is the motherfucking man, okay? <laughs> fucking McAfee, man. Dude, <laughs> like, look like Brock Lesnar ate Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and he's like, if aliens came down and they challenged a fight to one member of our species, we're sending Brock Lesnar. Exactly, dude. Like, I ain't sending nobody else. <laughs> fucking Lesnar. And this dude might F5 one of them. <laughs> Yo, and then when the fucking demon came out, this dude was like, "Let's go!" <laughs> dude was hype, man. He was happy to be back. I'm so dude, glad McAfee's back, man. He does bring so much life over there to the announce table. Yo, he gets Michael Cole hype. It's it's great. Like you can't help it. It's contagious energy when he's out there talking. Like it's just I I, I could feel it through the TV. I'm like, yo, this dude. Well, you have to, next. dude. If you don't match that energy level, it, yeah, it's 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 gonna bother you. Like, then it's, it's gonna, gonna be really you. bad. It's gonna look really bad on you. It's like, damn, this dude's bringing me down. What the fuck, man? I don't know if you can ever be down around this guy. This guy this is just. I wonder if he ever stops talking. Cause you know, like some people just don't stop talking, dude. He he might be one of those people. Like I don't know how he is. Obviously, he's always talking if he's on a show or if he's on screen. I wonder how he is off camera. I wonder if he's like the exact same person you see. Probably here on screen. I don't think. I don't different than who he is. This dude must inject coffee into his veins. I think this dude is like just one of those natural born fucking entertainers. That or he's just he's got he's like he's natural energy, like I naturally yeah. I have a very low level of energy, uh, personality energy. Yeah, but when I'm when I when I'm at that level, man, I, you know, I, uh, shit, uh, it's it's a whole different thing. When I'm jacked up on a bang or some coffee, yeah, I get rolling. And then well, I have, if people be swear they love me, and I don't I don't even get it. And then if I get lit on the alcohol, son, I'm a whole nother height. 
<laughs> well, when I when I get lit on the alcohol, I'm uh, Gerg is loud, son. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's 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 a little much. Um, God damn, I feel like it's been a lot longer than thirty five minutes, but it's probably the long pre talk we had. Like I said we was on the pre talk for forty five. Nice. But, we were know. talking about the NBA, and then halfway through that, we're like, damn, this should have been on the podcast. We definitely are probably going to have a, a NBA show soon, man. I feel like we need to do one. It'd be a, a, a change-up for sure. But I know we, we could talk about a lot of shit because, you know, he's a Laker fan, so we always got shit to talk about in Laker world. I'm a yeah, Kings I mean, fan. Not really much to talk about except Ben Simmons possibly could come to our team. and. Yeah, that's the state of the Kings. That's the state of the Kings, the fucking non-shooting point guard that's always been compared to LeBron James, though. <laughs> I think if I were y'all, I'd just keep the Aaron Fox. I mean, I get it, but, I mean, it seems like nobody wants to come play with the Aaron Fox. It seems like people just want the Aaron Fox. Like, that's, I mean, that's are people going to want to come play with Ben Simmons? I would think there's somebody out there, like, I mean, this dude's represented by Rich Paul. Everybody wants to be around Rich Paul. If y'all do trade for Ben, I don't feel like he's staying long term. I feel like at the first chance he'll get, he'll be in Cali or it, Miami or something like that. Let's just hope this Golden State rumor don't come true because this dude passing the ball to Steph or Clay. Yeah, there'd be plenty of people to space the floor for him. There'd be a wide open alley to the paint. Yeah, he don't have to worry about the threes because the Splash Brothers will take care of that. And he's very good defensively, too, so he could play a little bit of that Draymond role. And He'd probably be more like Draymond on crack. Like, yeah, dude, like... <laughs> like yeah, he actually go back to kind of his LSU days, almost. He's He's already one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah, he's got the size and... Yeah, quickness. Yeah, if he just had a, like, yeah, if he had a better jump shot, dude, we'd be talking about this dude, the MVP, every year. Basically, I mean, he would he would be in that conversation every year. Ain't no doubt about it. He's six eight guard. Is he six eight somewhere around there? At least. And he's fucking a guard position. Like, come on, that's. That's nasty. That's like that's I, I get he can't shoot, but like even Giannis understands to a point. Look, I know I'm not a great shooter either, but sometimes you have to shoot it. He he ain't afraid to take that shot though. No, nah, Giannis just shrugs the shit off. It's like he'll go to he'll go to the free free throw line, air ball free throw, act like nothing happened. And then there's moments where I see Giannis and the three ball falls, and I'm thinking, oh god. Sometimes you know? he gets it going, yeah. And and he's one of those players, like, and that's something that you would say if you were watching a Ben Simmons game, and then this dude hits like two threes in a row, you're gonna think, uh oh, like that's what are the we only hole in this game? Yeah, like that. That's what you're gonna. Everyone's at the edge of their seat at that point because they're like, uh oh, what are we about to witness here? If Ben Simmons is shooting and knocking down threes. And then, but see, here's I have a theory that he's probably gonna end up knocking down more threes when he gets out of Philly. I think that, yeah, that, I, I can see it now. His first game with a new team, he's shooting. And, dude, that crowd's going to fucking lose it, especially <laughs> well, if it's a home team. I like, think it'd be even better if his first game was at Philly. Oh, and he comes dude. out there and starts hitting threes. 
Dude, that crowd is going to – you're going to have to hold that crowd back for coming on the court to want to whoop his ass you. in Philly. We love you, Trey Young, but a new villain just hit the fucking league. <laughs> if that happens, okay? Dude, that Philly crowd, I don't know what – do you think they're going to boo? Boo? <laughs> Brother says you're going to have to hold them back from coming on the court and throwing shit at this dude. Yo. Oh, I can't wait to watch fucking Undisputed after that game. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, other players on Philly are going to want to beat his ass. Oh, man. Well, it really depends. Because, you know, like Embiid was talking about how the reporters have kind of made it an imaginary thing that me ben, that Ben Simmons, everybody has beef with him. Yeah. So he's probably actually... A good, I mean, he's probably actually a good player to play with. He just doesn't yeah. hit three. That's all. Dude, but I can tell you right now, if he if he goes up against them next year on a different team and he comes out there and lights them up from three land, it'll be the like court. hits like four or five of them. There's gonna be, be some beef then. <laughs> it'll it'll be the greatest thing in sports if that happened, bro. The, just the headlines, the headlines that would come out of it would be great. Ben Simmons, it goes four for five at three against Philly. <laughs> In Philly. You kidding me? Oh, yes. Come to Sacramento if you're going to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Look, I, I don't care. That's the only way I want Ben Simmons. If we're going to get someone that's actually going to improve his jump shot, okay. Fuck yeah, because this dude's still young. And if he hits yeah, a jump shot, he's still young he, as well. Like that's all it is. He ever, he ever fixes that, and 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 I think it's a mental thing at this point. Kind of like a Markel Fultz and situation like that. I think it's just a, a mental thing. And Philly's yeah. a tough environment. And and that's so, another thing. So like to if you got an insecure part about your game, man, that is not the most like that. Those fans are rough on their play. It's just like New York. But and, Philly might be worse. And I think for a player like Ben Simmons, when you have one particular aspect in your game that you need to work on, it's hard to do it in a tough fan base like that. It, like Sacramento would be a good fan base. Like y'all yeah, got some pretty decent fans. Look, we're actually going to respect the fact that he's coming to our team and it's the biggest yeah. name that's came to our team in a long time. So we would put a lot of high praise on him. And it it probably take a lot of pressure off of them. Yeah, yeah, but, that, that like Philly is so tough on their players, so it takes a tough person, uh, mentally real thick skin to really thrive in Philly. But if he doesn't um, come to Sacramento, then the Warriors are the best fit for him, in my mind. That's why Iverson was loved so much, man, because he really embodied that Philadelphia spirit. Oh, he could handle it. That dude was, like, he was tough. You know, he was tough. Just like you know, that, that, that's a tough crowd. So, like, if you got thin skin, like a lot of people do these days, that's yeah. uh, probably not the best place for you. That's why Embiid actually fits there because he can he, he can, can handle it. that shit. Like he, he'll grow up in Cameroon and shit. Shit doesn't happen to Joel Embiid. It, yeah, like, yeah, he's tough. He's got the tough mentality to take that shit. There's a lot of players nowadays, and this new generation, man, like, there's not a lot of tough skin. So, like, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of shit that can, 
that can easily offend people, easily hurt people with feelings. And it can hurt their mindset or their morale very easily. So if it's a toxic environment around them, they're not going to perform well. But it just seems like it seems like the upper management is at a spot. Though. They're in a tough spot too because they got to be hard on this Ben Simmons deal, and because they're at a point where they've had this duo together, they've been healthy. So why ain't we winning? Why ain't we getting further? Like something's you know it's obviously one of them, and it's not Embiid. Let's just be real. Embiid was an MVP candidate this year. This past season, in my mind. And if he didn't miss the, the few games that he did, he probably would have been. And, fuck, now the fucking reigning MVP, Jokic, is apparently in the base, best shape of his fucking career. All right, Jokic, now. Like, Jokic is good, and Denver is a good team. But as a Lakers fan, I don't fear them. Nah. Well, they still waiting for Jamal Murray to get back, too, aren't they? Like, uh... No, I think he's back. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably so. I don't know when. I thought, he, I thought he tore his ACL or something. Yeah, so. But either either way, I just I really don't fear Denver. They uh, they got such a good team. But in the playoffs, if my Lakers are healthy, I, I still – I think we get them in six. And it's a lot of real, people, real big that we got Dwight back because he's played the best defense against Jokic that we had when we faced him in the bubble. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. I'm just going to – I kind of feel like this. Klay Thompson stays healthy this year. The If the Warriors stay healthy this year, and we're going to have to be talking about them a little bit because I think they're they, – they they're going to remind people. Low key, the, a healthy Warriors team scares me a little bit. Yeah, and Clay Thompson as a, as a Lakers fan. Yeah, I, I would look because that's a because look that team right there is almost the same team that went seventy three and nine. And plus, they will just shoot you right out the gym. And they can. <clears throat> like you got Mister Thirty Seven a quarter if he wants to. And Clay Thompson, you got fucking Steph Curry who can just at any given moment just start throwing up shots and walking the other way. <laughs> like it's like someone that with the tweet I saw the other day it was like, "What kind of, you know, you a nasty player where you can make fucking highlight reel just all your no look shots, <laughs> <laughs> and they're threes. Like they're not just you know little short mid range jumpers. They're all thirty feet or beyond." <laughs> I still feel like the Lakers beat them in a series, though. But they do scare me. Hey, man, yeah, y'all have the players that can do it for sure. I mean, as long as LeBron's on the court for you at full strength, I mean, so LeBron James is the best player in the world. I mean, you should. You have, a chance. you have a chance. I mean, if KD ain't on the other side of the court, then. There ain't no well, it's a good chance if we get to the finals, he will be. Uh, who knows? Unless the Bucks have figured it out. Uh, the Bucks barely beat them in overtime by an inch of Kevin Durant's foot uh, without <laughs> yeah, Kyrie true. Irving. That's true. And without that, Lamarcus Aldridge, who just came back. It would have been different. It would have been a different playoffs if that 
if that well, the healthy Harden because James Harden was nowhere near healthy when he came back. He only came uh, back because Kyrie went out. Yeah, that that hamstring was definitely bothering him bad. Granted, definitely. it is Harden in the playoffs. It's way off James, but um, so like. They're lucky they got past them. I'm still not sure if Trey Young didn't get hurt, they would have got past Atlanta. That's right. I thought I was wondering what happened to Atlanta. I was like, somebody get hurt because Trey Young they... missed like game. He missed the last two, three games of that series against Brooklyn, right? Against Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. That's right. They. I mean, they. I was. I was thinking Atlanta was about to be in the finals, but then Trey Man. Burke couldn't go. I hope, man, this season's a less frequent this year. Did I say Trey Burke? I hope not, but I think I he's not Trey. either. But Trey Young couldn't go for some reason. When I've replayed it in my mind, I heard Trey Burke. <laughs> I definitely uh, feel like I've done that a few times. <sighs> Damn, almost out of coffee here. This sip. Oh, let me see how much I got left in my cup. <laughs> I got this drink in my cup. I'm about to smoke the purple punch joint here. Oh, damn, that's good. Damn. Oh, shit. So, uh, to, to, to bring this all the way back around. Oh, yeah, we had a little um, mini NBA show there. Yeah, this is a taste of an NBA show when we get to those. That's a, yeah, that's a teaser for everybody there, man. That's, like, we can get really in-depth, like, in the basketball. That's our favorite sport right there kind of like everybody um, has their football moments you know we, we just love nba season yeah uh in football I've, I've i've fallen off on football a lot but i did but play I'm some eight. fan duel the other night and entered the you know the thing that pat mcafee was talking about um yeah i watch the show a lot so man i'll, I'll definitely hit you up when he's doing those type deals and shit i was one Dude, I was one good pick away from maybe winning that. If I would have picked like Antonio Brown instead of Leonard Fournette, I would have. It would have been huge. I would have won a lot more. But I actually won. Uh, I looked at it today. I won nine bucks. Nice free game. So hey, Whoa. anything you win is for free, and and you put it in free. That's good. But yeah, I mean, I did pretty good. I came in. I don't remember what place I came in, somewhere in like the sixty thousands maybe or twenty. I can't remember. But either way, I like it was I did pretty good. Uh one pick away. Like I said, if I would have picked Antonio Brown instead of Fournette, which I even thought about doing. Yeah. Um, it it would have I it would have been nasty. I would have won some decent change. I might I might later this year might dabble a little bit in FanDuel, but I think I might start FanDuel really when basketball hits. I'm gonna play a little bit like that game. I played good. I played good. I did. I um. I did all right. And I had yeah, Dak man, Prescott. As, or excuse me, I can't say that on here. It's Dakota Prescott. I, I mean, that's, Dakota he's... Rain Prescott. I had him as my MVP, and he, he ended up throwing for 400 yards, and he had a good night. Dude, him and Brady had a fucking show. Dude, it was a great. It was a great duel. I only love football as much as I used to, and those are not even one of my teams. But, but um, nothing like a good duel, man. Like, yeah. I've always been a Rams fan, even from the St. Louis days. So, well, I mean, I, I'm afraid to say my team on here. 
Bro, if 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 my favorite team was your team, I probably would have never watched a game of football again after that Super Bowl. I, I've been really hard to watch any football ever since then, okay? 28-3, or is it 28? What was it? 28-3, man. 28-3. Uh, and that look, well, you can't fucking get cocky against goddamn Brady, man. Man, like, I'm, seriously, if, if I was – if I was a Falcons fan watching that game, I don't know if I could. I don't even know if I could even watch yeah. another game of football. It's so hard to watch football. Now we don't even have Julio Jones anymore, and yeah. I'm just not a hundred percent sold on fucking Ice Icy or whoever fucking Matty Ice, whatever his name is. Yeah, Matty Ice. Like I've, I've said it for years, dude. I've, Matt Ryan's a very good quarterback, but he is not the quarterback that I want. I wish, I wish we would have traded Matt Ryan for Stafford. Yeah, it would have made sense. He's a Georgia boy. Or we could have fucking signed Cam Newton. Man, I wonder where if he's going to eventually sign up with somebody. Um, I hope somebody takes a chance on him, man, because, you know, he's unvaccinated. So, well, the NFL is like, making that's, that's fucking, and yeah. God, fucking the president's fucking making the fucking vaccine a mandatory thing here soon, probably for yeah, me for like for like federal employees or something like that. Actually, trying to fucking move it to uh, any in any job that has more than a hundred employees. Uh, yeah, something like that. And I'll fit right in that fucking category. That's ridiculous. But if they don't, if they do that, the other option would be at the mandatory vaccine or mandatory test each week. Yeah. So fuck it, test me up each week, motherfuckers. <laughs> like I, I, I <laughs> even if you the vaccine is a good thing, right? Even yeah. if there's no, you're not gonna tell me that I have to get this shit. It's just that that ain't how my shit works. Uh, yeah, you know if, if society breaks down that much because of the stupid ass vaccine, I guess I'll go live up under a fucking bridge somewhere. You know what I mean? We'll still be fucking getting the podcast on the airwaves. And I'm still gonna be smoking. Fuck yeah! I'm trying but, to see yeah. see that I ever fucking come across nowadays. <clears throat> so either way, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them on the front. Fuck you on the back. Scurvy's <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have that shit on on my damn creative player right now, 2K19. That's what I need to find, man. I'm trying to I find got a little boy shirt. I got it in a different place. It was like I got two shirts. I got Watkins wearing one. A different style. Oh, shit. They just they just shot shut down the fucking 2K19 server. I was about to say, dude. I wish you could get on your fucking Xbox and fucking upload the Dub TV logo onto the community creations, but I think they they just now they shut down the servers. Assholes. Um, because they' about to get it set up for twenty two is what it is. Yeah. I got it under. I got it written like on the bottom of the T-shirt, like right under where my belt is. And it's like stretched across the bottom of the T-shirt, so like right under the belt, that shit says hashtag fuck 'em. 
And then w- once I turn around, it has it on the back again under nude, uh, underneath hashtag and fuck you too. <laughs> nice. Uh, I might have to create a shirt. But man, when it comes to creating logos and shit in the 2K creation, I can, I, I, I'm just ass with it. Like that's that your forte, my, yeah. my weakest fucking point. I'm starting to get low key better at matching up the designs for fucking tattoos. Oh like, yeah, I got me an arm sleeve. I'm slowly starting to do that, which I know some people just download the fucking logos out of the damn <laughs> community creation. Which I thought about doing that one day, but I don't want that shit to be. Mismatching because I gotta make sure the fucking the skin tone's right. If you do one of those, and then there's some that don't have man, it's it's just a lot of work. Sounds like it. Downloaded Tesla Blanchard on the mind though. We still don't use any of the female superstars in our shows. She is now the newest member of the New World Order. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I guess I'm, I'd need to... I'm gonna run her and Charlotte Flair as a feud. I guess I'm gonna bring the Xbox out here. Uh-oh. Oh, shit, yeah, dude. We can hop on BL today if you want. Yeah, I might hop on a little bit of Borderlands and see how she feels. I'm gonna hop up on the community creations for a little bit, look at some logos and... Shit, I might fucking try to finish this joint, but I'm a little fried out here. It happens. Definitely fucking fried. To complete a long thought that I have not gotten to yet, um, Seth and Edge had a great match last night. Wow. Finally brought it around. Took 30 minutes, but I I finally got it back in there. Hey, that was a great match. Which they were gonna tear it up. Kind of had that suspicion that they I'm were. Trying gonna... to think of anything else really of note last night. <laughs> what that Sami Zayn is a national treasure. Yeah, but we knew this. I feel like the world needs to know it. That's all. I tell you who else is a national treasure. Her name is Kayla Braxton. Oh, her and Paul Heyman is hilarious. Dude, they're fucking funny, man. Their chemistry is fucking just gold now because now they've taken everything from talking smack and they put it on screen. Yeah, like because that was like one of the best parts of talking smack was their interactions and their banter. And I think that's why they took it off talking smack because they were like, hold up, this needs to be on the main screen, on the main roster, on television weekly because the crowd, this is give. Because the crowd's going to love Kayla. Now. Right. And besides now, give Kayla some kind of personality. Now it's now I can't wait for Bailey to get back. <laughs> <laughs> and now she needs to interview Selena Vega more often. So they yeah, can have match that. Got, <clears throat> their match got pulled last night. Yeah, I saw the fans having a conniption about it. Yeah, I guess it would have been real cool for Zelina to to come out there and perform at MSG. 
Yeah, I get it for her. She's a New Yorker, and she's you know, I get that. Yeah, that whole situation. I, I do understand, it. but I also understand why WWE had to cut it. That was a jam-packed show. Like, I don't know what went long. I don't know if it was, like, the opening promo or the Seth and Edge match. Could have been that. Could have been that 10-man tag with the Trey Young situation. Like, who knows, man? Whatever it was, like, I, it was it was a great show. I feel like they had to cancel that match or something else great wouldn't have happened. I feel like. So and then, and then the Prophets almost took them tag titles. Oh, man, dude. I'm a huge fan of Montez Ford. I, I don't know how I feel about the Street Prophets sometimes. I would love to see a heel run with them. I think they'd be better off. But, I mean, they do the job as a face. <sighs> And it does make sense. Like they were long, they they held those tag titles for a long time. Oh and then, yeah, they, you know they had the injury, so they they do deserve a good, a good. Uh, even if they don't win the titles, at least a good run a good, at them. Yeah, a good run, a good, a good feud, or what I guess is what I was looking for. A good program they, with for the tag titles. And the Usos can give them that for sure. Um. Uh. Man, SmackDown was just overall the best show of wrestling this week. They killed it. They knocked it out the park. Yes, for the best show, Dynamite was pretty good. <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to Tuesday. I think it's hilarious that they release Ever Rise and now they're calling this NXT 2.0. They are. Yeah. That's what was on the commercials and shit last night is, is 2.0. Okay. I can dig it. And I guess it's I, yeah, that's Tuesday. I, I mean, look, I, hey, rebranded, man. I, I like it. Let's go. Down South Slang. Yo, I'm telling you, I, I, that shit, that's a dope song that's grown on me. It's only going to grow on to me more when I hear it on Tuesdays or when I do watch NXT. But I think low-key, they're going to put on a good show. I guess it wouldn't hurt if they were to kind of liven it up a little bit and maybe have some more hip-hop influence into the show. They're just, look, man, I can tell just by the logo. They're just going to color it up a little more. That's all. They're gonna do the only it. thing I've heard is that the people that have described the set that have seen it is kind of like a, 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 a I don't want to say a watered down, but like a, a, a smaller version of like a main roster set. <laughs> yeah, they're about to, yeah. Tell them he's about to fucking take over again, son. They're about to fucking, here they go. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm telling How you. How do you do that? <laughs> that's a great moment, dude. That's funny. You mentioned that that fucking voice and that character because I heard her voice on the show Duncanville. <laughs> She's one of the characters on there. Fucking Wiz Khalifa is a damn teacher. 
Well, what is this show? Duncanville on Hulu. I don't, can't even say that I've even seen come across that. Once you hear the fucking theme song, dude, that should get in your head. Is so, it like a good show? I it, it's it's hit or miss. Got you. You know, I, I guess it's, it's adult animation. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's just so fucking stupid Got that you. it's it's bound to catch you a few laughs every now and then. The, I got you. My favorite character is Wiz Khalifa. I uh, it's just fucking Wiz Khalifa because I understand his character. This is great. <laughs> we watched um, *Malignant* yesterday. Is that a Marvel thing? No, it's just a, a horror movie, I guess. A horror movie. It's just the newest thing that just dropped on HBO Max that's in theaters as well. I think this coming weekend, fucking Matrix is coming out. No, Christmas. That's Christmas? Yeah, around Christmas time. I wish that shit was coming out next week. I know what I'd be watching today. I got to go through the first three again. That was the fucking... I thought it was September 22nd. No... Must be December twenty second. Yeah, I think it is. All right then. Okay. There is something. What did I? Uh, I think what I'm thinking of is September twenty second. It's probably just the Alistair. Oh, uh, the oh, shit. Sorry, the Malachi and Cody match. Oh, that is the twenty second at the in Queens, New York. September twenty second, two thousand four. <laughs> Flight eight fifteen. Oh, nice. I always remember that date for that reason. 9-22-04. I need to watch that Oceanic show. Flight 815. Pick that back up. Uh, but, dude, the last, this last season of Manifest. You said Netflix picked that up, right? Yeah. All three seasons are on Netflix. I'm not the only um, watch the whole show, probably. I probably wouldn't hurt, um, but like this last season, wow, I'm still kind of mind fucked. From oh, the, show, the show's actually fucking actually building up pretty good now. Yeah, you know how like I think you started watching it with me one time. Like I don't yeah. know how far we got. I don't think we got very far at all, actually. I think Maybe like la- five or six episodes or something like I that. I think the last thing that I could really remember that just fucking opened my eyes about the show was that one episode in the beginning season uh, where I think the dude fucking just like, or the fucking bl- the plane blew up or something. Yeah. Like, they started like, it was almost kind of like, they were just like, fuck it, we gotta cover this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. And if I'm not mistaken, I think somebody might have got fucking shot in the head or something. I, 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 to be honest, I can't remember much about season one. I almost want to rewatch it again. I just, I, I really don't have a reason to. Got you. Because I just watched three, so you know what I mean. And but I, one thing I can say is I, and I watched the first two seasons. It's been a while since I've seen them, but this season three that I just watched was. Uh, definitely the best season so far um shit starts getting real and uh like the shit that they're coming up with and 
I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much of the show gotcha, in case yeah. you do get to it. But yeah, like it, the last in the last episode, <laughs> the way it ended, I'm still just like, what the fuck just happened, son? And, and I'm all for a fucking a mind fuck show. That's like, well, I'm all for that. <laughs> you got your one. Manifest is a straight up mind fuck show. That's why I love Lost because it always has my mind fucked up. It reminds me so much of Lost. When, especially when I fucking just come back in from fucking smoking, I get all fucking baked. (laughs) I put an episode of Lost on, and it feels like I'm just on the fucking island and I'm the cameraman. Like, you know. There's nothing I love more. There's very few things that I love more than getting bait and getting lost into a great TV show. Oh, yeah, dude. It's like the best shit. The last, um, this last season, of, the last season of Power is pretty good, too. Man, that show. I, I finished that. I watched that finale. I think it was yesterday. It's a good show. And, uh,. There's one scene in particular. There's a couple scenes in particular in that se- that se- season that was like, oh shit. And there was one that shit, uh, that shit hurt me. What? Whenever you get to that, I mean, that's also something that I know you haven't seen because you were at the same place I was. God, what season were we on? Six? Six is the last season, and that's what we haven't seen. Wow. What a great show that was. And there's 15 episodes in the last season, too, so. Oh, that's even better, dude. That's like 15 hours worth. I feel like I remember it. Like, didn't there, it was only supposed to be 10, and then 50 was like, you know, fuck it. I'm adding five extra episodes. Something dude. like that. Dude, it's good, man. And dude, you'll make- see how they did it. Like, uh, so. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, yeah. You, you, you... <laughs> I know you. I know you used to love that show. So yeah, that. Man, I know that, that, that show that, that'll be waiting on you. Really, really done. It was done very well. Yeah, you definitely could tell it was a fifty-minute show. I loved it. I, I gotta say though, I think Snowfall's better. Snowfall is fucking really. Now that is a well put together show, man. It's just like it's like a, when I try to explain Snowfall to any, someone who it, hasn't seen it, I'll say, "Dude, it's, it's just great television." It's great television, and it's a it's really raw television. Yeah, dude. It's it's man. It's like it's got a great oh, vibe that, to it, like this ominous vibe it, to it, or something. Like it's just man, it's great. It feels and looks so realistic at times. It keeps you engaged. Yeah, it, you can't, you can't like, you can't engage in anything else when snow falls on. I don't even because, think about picking up my phone when that shit's on, dude. Because if you look down, someone probably just got their head blown off. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be that way in power too. Or, oh yeah, or three people done got shot up in one scene. I'm like, now to do like the free um stars trial. Oh yeah. I think it's like seven days. That would give me enough time to catch up on. I would, I'd like to watch Power Book Ghost. Oh yeah, that show was the beginning, I think. I don't 
think so, man. Like, I, I haven't looked into it too hard, so I could be wrong. I think it actually plays from where power ended. Oh, it, like, continues, kind of. Because I believe uh, – because, uh, yeah, like, I, I think – um. And I got kind of an idea of That's where, right. where it could go, but like when I'll wait till you get finished with that last season, then we can maybe talk that talk into that. It's, it's raising canon. That's that's a, that's the prequel, kind of. Yeah, that one probably have to definitely be. That's from because I think where, it is like showing how he grew up. Yeah, because some of the trailer of it that I've seen at times reminds me. I'm like, damn, is this a better version of Get Rich or Die Trying? <laughs> Is kind of what it looks like to me, and feels like, and probably what it is. Damn, and that's man. great because that, that I was, love that movie. That was a good movie, and if I you're gonna love that, movie. that in a television format, okay, yeah, I'm all for it. I trust it because of what he done with power, so I trust it. But yeah, I get what you're saying about Snowfall might be better. Yeah, so I was thinking about doing the little free trial. I gotta see how many episodes there's been of it. Cause you know, I just finishing it now. I'm still in that mode. Cause now, now I want more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, these streaming but, yeah, but I know you're gonna. It's a good. It's a good season though. And um, and I know. I know. I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't hit it yet. Oh. Um, what power? Yeah. What is it on? Like, Hulu. Hulu. That's right. It's on Hulu. It took them long enough to add season six. It's been on there for a while, man. I just hadn't got in. Just hadn't got around to it. Oh, I thought it like just popped on there. Oh no, it's been on there for a while. I just it's. Oh, shit, I think I think it was on there. Maybe before you even left, it's been. I don't know if that's for real, but I know it's been on there for a good while. Nice. I, like I said, I just hadn't gotten around to finishing it off because for one, that was a show we were watching together. Ah, yeah, that's true. So it was kind of like, like I can find more, t- I could find more time to watch those than you could. So we just didn't get to it. I don't realize it half the time when I'm sitting there not realizing I need something to do that I have so many shows I can watch. Yeah, some people don't like to get you know sat down like that all the time. Like me, I love I love to get lost inside of a TV show. I'll, I'll sit and I'll marathon and binge watch a show all day. I was doing that shit before it was cool. It's weird though. Like for me, I can do it. So I've done it. Well, it helps. I can sit here with Eva in my hand and. Yeah, if I could have fucking smoke going on, all oh fuck, dude, I'd be. <laughs> I'd be you'll, be. you'll be like your dad, except you know your dad was with the beer. You'll be dang sitting there with the dang smoking, while watching fuck the yeah. show, snoring in the recliner. Yeah, and that could be dangerous. So. <laughs> It's better if I just keep doing what I'm doing so I stay active and I keep and my weed bills a little cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, but yeah, I think I'm gonna find something to do. Yeah, I'm about today. to bring the Xbox out. I might hop on some BO. Might hop. Oh. Just check I it might. out. I feel like I feel like shooting something. I might hop in on there later. Maybe. Depends. Depends on the plans of the day. 
Yeah, I think we might do some stuff tomorrow. That's cool. We'll we'll I'll be on Borderlands probably in about 10 minutes if you wanted to hop on there. Uh, Let me see what the situation is with wifey. Yeah, he's straight. Oh. <laughs> but uh, thank everybody for joining us on We the Villain. Oh, yeah, we're on a fucking podcast. I was about to just <laughs> hang up. Well, I mean, you could, but thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time, which will be Tuesday. V's up. V's out.